Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast, here comes another load of joy. What, Steven? We're king. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! BAMFCast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Episode 442. Ooh, is that the week? Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Mackie's out this week. Oh, yeah. He's on vacation yeah, Mackie's doing cooler things than us. Being slacky. Slacky Mackie. Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what we do each and every episode of this year BAMFCast is, is we go to we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, uh, come in here and talk about it for the first half, then we yes. rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies, they get one to five jocks, and robot, robot jocks! Robots. However... There are bad, bad movies. Sure. Stay away. They're getting negative sliding scale. One to five bags of some giant bags of trash. Boo. Yeah, Sack them up. Sack. Toss them out. It's trash. Sack them. Get out. Uh, so we're wrapping up Spooky Spooky with a movie we've kind of been waiting to do for a while because we knew there was a Blu-ray on the horizon. Yes. It came out Tuesday. Yeah. It came out yesterday. A Blu-ray horizon. And uh, that movie is 1986's Maximum Overdrive. Yes. You know, it's got things we like, like trucks and explosions. Have you ever heard of Stephen King? Uh, I think I'm aware of his presence. He is a writer. Uh-huh. And he, <laughs> From Maine? He <laughs> is. Okay. And he wrote this. Yeah. And directed it. And directed it. The only thing he's ever directed, Correct. I believe. Yes. So uh, let's get a quick plot summary for Maximum Overdrive out of the way, and we will talk about this thing. Mm-hmm. A group of people try to survive when machines start to come alive and become homicidal. Nice, quick, to the point. Accurate. That works. Although Accurate. there are some finer details mixed in there that may or not be may may or may not be relevant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, machines come alive. So before we delve into this craziness, mm-hmm. uh, like we usually kind of do like a little behind the scenes, like Bamfcast alums. Oh I right, mean, yeah. Since Stephen King has never directed anything before, this makes marks his first time. Sure, he hasn't written anything that we've watched either. Mm, no, because no, he's so. written a couple screenplays. Yeah, sure, sure. But I don't. We haven't done any of those. Yeah. But uh, anyone? Giancarlo Esposito. Sure, there was him. Yes, yeah. he was in Monkey Bone. Yeah. Bone. I feel like we've done something with Frankie Faison, but sure. Uh, oh yeah, probably. Yes, somewhere along the way. But yes, he's in this. Yardley um, Smith has had to have been in something. You would think. I mean, she just. Uh, I mean, she looks kind of like a weird piece of adorable, but <laughs> she sounds like a angry and annoying Southern Lisa Simpson yes. throughout the whole thing, right? Because she is. Yes. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's there's some people. Yeah, it. trucks. Uh, we didn't really, I guess trucks. we didn't do our homework yes. on this one. We usually do. So yeah, like, I, I, you didn't Google this. No, right. I did. Busy All right, day. fine, fine. Sorry, it's, fine. it's no, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. Sorry, it's fine. we'll just, just jump into this madness. There's lots of people in this that uh-huh. you like. Yeah, and some you don't because you're guy not from supposed Batman's to. in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the guy from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> was he Commissioner Gordon? Is that who he was? Uh, in the old one? Yeah, he was either Commissioner Gordon or the mayor. Yeah. Oh, that was in the '89 Batman, right? Yeah, yeah. Pat Hugel. Yeah. 
Okay. Anyway, much. Um, yeah, this movie uh-huh. uh, starts with a text thing and ends with a text thing. But yeah, in between, there's a bunch of craziness. So yeah, the, the text things are the most plot the movie gives you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of read it and go, yeah, whatever movie, but they're super duper relevant because <laughs> it's literally bookending the movie with the actual plot because the movie itself doesn't tell you shit. Yeah. So I have questions. and I don't know when to bring them up. Let, let's let's drop what the main plot is that they give you at the beginning, because this is 1986, the mm-hmm. year, I believe, the year of Haley's Comet. It, 86, 87, somewhere, somewhere around, around there. Um, but this is not Haley's Comet. No, no, no. I mean, it's just. There was a weird thing happening in the 80s where we became, for a short period of time, sort of mildly comet-obsessed, that mm-hmm. comets were going to come and do weird shit, which is strange because I feel like we knew comets were just balls of ice by the 80s, and yet there was Night of the Comet in this where it's like, comets come and fuck shit up. It's good sci-fi bullshit because at the time, no one could look anything up, so yes. people would just be like, yeah, man, that's what's going to happen. The comet's going to fuck us up. Yeah, so a comet, Rhea M, is passing by. Um, I'm guessing named after, like, the Saturn thing. Is that Rhea? I don't know. know. It's a moon of one of the planets, Rhea. Oh, right. Oh, I don't know. Um, But, yeah. um, And, yeah, and and it's just, like, it's going to... The tail is going to pass through Earth for, like, seven days or so. And then, you know, things are going to happen. Weird things are going to happen. Yeah. And we are established right away that this takes place in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yes. A hotbed for movie entertainment. <laughs> Scenic Wilmington, North Carolina. And yeah, I mean, the movie doesn't waste a lot of time. It's like, first, it's just little clues of like, hey, machines are coming into life. And then it's like... Well, first shot you see is the exterior of a bank. Right. With its digital sign that mm-hmm. is, you know, putting up, you know, hey, mortgage rates, blah, blah, blah. And then just suddenly it starts saying, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then it goes to the ATM, which it, and it's Stephen King yes. going to the ATM, and it just goes, "You are an asshole. You are an asshole." It's like you know, ten <laughs> ten go to yeah. yeah, ten print go. You know, you're an asshole. Twenty go to ten. Yep. But you know that that big bank sign that's outside. It just flashes, "Fuck you, fuck right. you, fuck yeah. you." I, yeah. yeah. That, but yeah, we get our it sets the stage right there. <laughs> we get our sort of comedic opening because it's Stephen King. You know, it's like it's from the perspective of like the security camera on the ATM yeah. with a fisheye lens, and it's just like, "Honey, this ATM's telling me I'm an asshole," <laughs> and then like right into the ACDC music, which is prevalent throughout. They did the pretty much the entire soundtrack, yes, minus a couple like other songs popping up here and there. Yeah, but the opening credits actually just say music by. Yeah, logo it, of ACDC. Yeah, I was going to say, it switches fonts just for the ACDC logo. Yeah, I think that's in their contract. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's just like, hey, let's establish North Carolina and the surrounding areas. And Well, like there's a, people driving over a bridge. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, first, it's just like, you know, here's some random trucks and yeah. shit. And they're like, you know, things are well, happening in North Carolina. I mean, you just see trucks going back and forth over this bridge. And you're like, ooh, it's the trucks. But mm-hmm. then, like, there are two dudes working the, the bridge controls who aren't working the bridge controls. They're just playing cards. And the bridge controls just come alive and the bridge starts going up mm-hmm. and wow, there's cars on it and citizens are not prepared for to, to what to do when this happens no, because uh, it's fucking chaos. Yeah, it, it's mayhem. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just cars like, flying everywhere and people flying through windshields yeah, and I think watermelons. F- I mean, and- I think the first one is like, you know, there is just a lady that straight gets, proje- you know, just shot through a window yep. and it's like the old plate glass wind, you know, you know winds yeah whatever windscreen whatever yeah and there's a dude on a bike who immediately just slides right off the bridge into the into the river yeah. mm-hmm. um, oh, still wearing his helmet so he's going yeah. like this weird echo thing yeah and there's one that there's this one truck that's stopped right over the, the midsection of the bridge that's opening up and he gets out sees that it's doing that and he's like oh no and then decides he's going to get back in the truck 
and try to rev it out of the way, which of makes, course makes the rear axle come off. Yeah, and, which slides down and smashes into someone else, mm-hmm. and then the truck falls into the river. Yeah, there are a lot of stunts in this scene. Oh yeah, because then cars yeah. are sliding back. You know, as the as the sides are coming up, and the the two workers come out, and they're like, "Ah, the lights green. The things didn't come down. What did <laughs> the trap? What carnation?" <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So bridge mayhem. Things are weird. And then it's just like, all right, let's establish some more of this. And, you know, it'll just be people driving on the road and like a parked car will just briefly flash its lights. Um, we see, uh, Yardley Smith and her newlywed husband, uh, guy, I don't know, is Kurt, I think his name is Kurt, mm-hmm. Kurt or Curtis, I think she keeps Kurt. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like, they'll drive by some trucks and they're just parked and then all of a sudden like they'll flash their lights and they, they come up to a train track and like it briefly flashes the crossing sign and then just goes off and he's like did you see that and, mm-hmm. and then fairly shortly after it's just like there's a long murder line of trucks and then one truck comes out and tries to kill them and starts chasing them and this is when the yeah. shit like starts going nuts. yeah because they pull over to gas station and there's very clearly a dead man there mm-hmm. and he goes to investigate and she's like he dead and he's like Mm-mm. and I, the- I don't think we can understate how annoying your lee smith is oh, being man. in this uh Sorry, so weirdly, but. they are dubbing in accents over people's existing act. Like they went back into the studio and redubbed themselves more North Carolinian than they were. And I've spent a lot of time in North Carolina. The accents are not that bad, but there are at least two or three characters in this who, whenever they speak, it's like, "What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> what are you saying?" And she's kind of one of them. Every yeah. third line of dialogue she says is like, huh? Yeah, Pat Hingle especially. Like, yeah. He says a lot. Of, and he's trying to do like, he's making up colloquialisms on like mm-hmm. everything he says. Yeah. Like, I, one of them is like, you're crazier than a rat in a, like a filled up shit house or something like It's just like, the fuck is that? Is that a yeah. thing? Spinning like, his own yeah. yarns. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's also chomping on a cigar the whole time, so that makes it doubly yeah. hard to understand. And he's the um, he's the boss of this gas station, and we truck, actually truck stop. or truck stop, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we actually see the truck stop before we get introduced to yeah. the newlywed couple. And yeah, minor, minor things are happening there. Yeah. Well, this establishes like the the, the, the green glo- goblin truck. Pulls green up. goblin truck pulls in, yeah. and this guy gets out and he goes in and he's like getting coffee and he wants to get uh, get the truck filled up. So Duncan or whatever his name is is filling up the filling up the truck and it stops like the gas or the diesel pump stops working and he does the dumbest thing in the world which is look directly down the pipe you yeah know? he just sticks it like right in his face just like what what's happening <laughs> and gets absolutely doused with uh diesel in the eyes so yeah. he's out he can't see um there's a waitress who is um She's taking over for She's Emilio taking Estevez. Over, yeah, taking be, over the grill. Because uh, Emilio Estevez has been called into Pat Ingle's office, and Pat Ingle is asking him to work a nine-hour shift, but only clock in for eight. And, and he can do that because there's an ex-con. Yeah, and, and he's like, I'll call your parole officer, blah, you know, and Emilio Estevez is like, grr. So she has literally thrown every component in the kitchen onto this grill. Like, the grill is just every breakfast food ever in a big pile. Yeah, and she's just scooting it around, and everyone's like, "Is that done yet?" And she's like, "Yeah, I don't know." Um, and and then an electric knife comes to life. Yeah, one of those like you know, Ron Popeil <laughs> yeah. battery powered electric turkey carving knives is sitting on the grill mm-hmm. for some reason, or near the grill for some reason yeah. in this diner. Like you would, I don't know, I don't know why it's there. It's there for plot. Um, yeah, and it just comes to life and just cuts into her arm. Mm-hmm. 
for no reason yep. except machines. And she starts screaming and Emilio runs out of the back room and runs over to her and it falls on the ground and then starts going after her feet. Like yeah. this little knife starts trying to, saw, trying to saw under her feet. It's like the little, um, what was the, you guys have watched Transformers recently. What is the dumb little oh, yeah, like little... thing that turns into a toaster and the, and the yeah. boom box and everything. It's like that thing. It's just like, and um, Amelia just smashes it with a hammer. Yeah, smashes it up with a hammer. And everyone's like, yeah, fuck that thing up. Yeah. <laughs> There's like everybody that was in the diner is surrounding them and like, hit it with a hammer, Emilio. And mm-hmm. so he does. Yeah. It's pretty nice. And I think it's about um, that time the uh, the arcade room goes nuts and kills That Junior. That happened fairly around the same time yeah. as the knife because uh, Giancarlo Esposito is just hanging out in this arcade that's in the truck stop. And it is, I mean, it cuts to the room already going nuts. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was just hanging out in there and then it started going nuts. It's it's already been established that it's going nuts in there. Well, like like the pinball tables are playing themselves and then they start sparking and then the uh, like the cigarette machines just starts spitting out cigarette packs and all the money and so is the change machine and he's just like, I'm smokes, taking it all. Man. Yeah, he's just like loading up <laughs> on everything. smokes and yeah. the, the vending machine spits out. You know, a bunch of shit. He ends up like when we see him a little bit later, he ends up with a raspberry <laughs> zinger tucked into his hat and like shirt full of smokes and, and change and yeah. and snacks and the coffee machine. There's some really good like like vending machine puppetry in this movie. Yeah. The coffee machine is dropping a cup, filling it up and then <laughs> kicking, kicking it out. It. Just yes. just like somebody's got a boot back there. And just what? Yep. Just Splashes it all over everywhere. Yeah, and um, he makes the mistake. There's an arcade machine in there. It's a Star Castle machine, and it's Star it's making Castle. all these weird geometric shapes. And he gets kind of mesmerized by it and makes the mistake of touching the machine, which of course electrocutes the shit out of him. Yeah. And he's dead. Like it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they like immediately run over from tending to you know lady who just got carved up to like, hey, what the hell's happening in there? Um. So yeah, all that's going on. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, yeah, <laughs> there's a little league game going on. Sure, and, you're and like, these kids are safe. There's, right, there's no machines on this little league field. Right. So you think uh, the kids win the win the little league game, and they the do. coach is like, "Okay, time to buy everybody cokes." Yay! <laughs> he goes over to the to the uh, soda dispenser, puts a couple dimes in or whatever. I don't know. It's like a dime for thirty cokes. Back he drops in a dime. The eighties. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> hits the button, and the the machine doesn't do anything. Yeah. So of course he bends down to look at the the shoot mm-hmm. and uh he is positioned first, properly yeah to where the first two fire out of a t-shirt cannon <laughs> right right into, right his, into his balls right into his junk <laughs> and he doubles over and is you know is making the face and sounds that you would expect a man hitting the groin with two cans of coke rocketed now, at I want to tell a quick story about this i saw <laughs> I, I saw this movie when i was very young like nine or ten and I was watching it with an older cousin, and when that scene happened, I started laughing my ass off, and he looked over at me and said, that's not funny. <laughs> You'll learn. I understand now, but at the time, that always that warning stuck with me. It was like, oh, shit, something's going to happen. <laughs> Were you paranoid of vending machines after that? No. Oh, okay. I was paranoid about my balls. <laughs> As you should be. I've they're worn a cup ever since. Fra- <laughs> they're fragile. Um, so then... Uh, I think he gets a couple more shots, and then he, then he takes one to the dome. He does take one to the dome, yeah. And that just that, imp- impacts like the the bottom of a can, like yeah. even the <laughs> indentation around the edge of the can. Right, yeah. he's got a like a chunk of his skull missing. That's mm-hmm. the shape of a pop can. Yeah, and he's laying on the ground, and it starts firing 
at oh, the other just kids. Rapid like the, firing at all the yeah, kids, and they're like, "What the, the kids shit? are gathered around? Like, what's happened to the coach?" And it just starts fucking rocketing, yeah, <laughs> rocketing soda cans at these kids, which is hilarious. Kind of um, funny, yeah. <laughs> until it starts becoming well, I mean, it is kind of funny that it's, it's hurling them at the kids, but then like. Is it a it's a steamroller just comes onto the field for out of nowhere? Well, yeah. So first, like they're the the kid that becomes the kid of the movie, yeah, who, I, who is the catcher. Basically, he's like going to check on the coach and he's like, come on, coach, get up. And it's like, no, kid, that coach is dead. So they it, the machine starts firing cokes at his face and he puts up his catcher's mask to, to block them and runs off. Um, another kid goes and gets on his bike and is just hauling ass across the, the outfield and the bike so this is kind of weird mm-hmm. the, the movie i think the movie wants you to think that the bike fucking threw him off but that doesn't make any sense no. but it's like he hits something and he goes tumbling over the front of the bike and then like you just see the scoreboard for the for the field and through that comes a steamroller mm-hmm. just barreling through this thing <laughs> like it's right a, it's a good shot because you don't see it until yeah. it explodes through this scoreboard and uh, it flattens this child. <laughs> it squashes this child. Like, right away, this movie's like, we don't give no fucks. Yeah, we're going to murder kids. kids. fuck them. Oh, yeah, it, just in the passing shots of, like, well, no, I'm sorry. It's actually after Deke goes off riding. With, yeah, like, yeah. Like, they, they, they've murdered dogs. Yeah. Everybody. Like, it's yeah. every, every, nobody's safe. Because, like, because the kid gets away on his bike. Right. And then they cut back to him later. And he's, he's riding his bike down this the middle of the street in these neighborhoods and so like all these sprinklers are coming on and it's kind of this like it seems like this hero's welcome that these things are giving this kid <laughs> right like hey kid join us and and we will rule because it's like this vegas show of just sprinklers coming on in in and it's all those soakers so yeah. it's all like a fan spray <laughs> right. and they're going moving back and forth <laughs> yeah this, it looks this, it looks really good this begins my many questions i have for this movie okay because be, all, all we know is like Comet's going to fly over and at this point, you know, and obviously machines are gaining a life of their own. Mm-hmm. You know, we this has been established. And, yep. You know, this is the plot of the movie. Yep. However, and they're dicks. <laughs> however, it's like at what point does machinery get a conscience, you know, or like you, you become self-aware? Because if if the bike really did throw the kid, Deke's bike never fucks with him. He rides his bike all over the place. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Um, Curtis and Yeardley Smith drive their car just fine. Yep. So, because like we were like, well, why isn't their car trying to murder them? And and Chuck was like, it's just the trucks. And I was like, all right, I'll go with that. Except for then later in the movie, it's like I think cars were murdering people too. Yeah, there was a car that had murdered someone. Yeah, and plus, and I, I will go with who, whomever one of you two said the explanation of why the sprinklers maybe could work because like if they were on a oh, ra- that was okay. me that was okay so, brain here. So if it's like. If they were on a rainbird thing, I'll go with it. But a sprinkler, there is nothing mechanical in a sprinkler. It is a, just yeah. a valve. Like, and there's nothing electronic or possessable that I can explain. Well, there. we did see later, mm-hmm. and not that this makes it make any more sense, but we did see later that a valve was able to be turned by sure. spooky means. Right. So yeah, okay. who knows? I want to say the end crawl of this tries to explain all this bullshit, but in a really ham-fisted way. Right. Because Does it? it- I, there's 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 a scene where Emilio Estevez has got heat stroke and he kind of floats this theory and then the end credit th- thing kind of just says yeah he was right but it's hot oh bullshit. the thing about the uh, the broom yeah the broom something scene. yeah something like yeah. That. 
Well, we can talk about that when <laughs> right, we get yeah. there. But anyway, so Deke's but yeah, it's a little, in, it's a little yeah. bit horseshit. It, I'm, I'm it is, you. yeah. Because I mean, it's like all right, if it's all things mechanical, why isn't Deke immediately murdered? You know, why aren't you know, Yearly Smith and her? husband murder yeah, their car is totally the, yeah. their car never turns on them no not at all um and and then it's like so deke's just riding through his neighborhood and, and this is where we get like hey here's all the random carnage that has happened while you're having the little league game which is like a lady's murdered by a hairdryer in mm-hmm. a window a dog is murdered by a, like a police an RC like, car. like an rc yeah. police car in its, it's mouth it's, as we it's said so i said dumb. it's, it's <laughs> the uh birth of cop dog <laughs> or the death of cop dog it's so dumb but i i really like that shot like i i it was a real dog. I would hate it, mm-hmm. but it's just this dumb RC car stuffed into a dog's bloody mouth mm-hmm. with the little lights going. It it's yeah. so stupid. But yeah, like people have clearly been killed by Walkmans. Yeah, lawnmower. Yeah. There's just a bloody lawnmower. Oh god, there's it's, it's in the foreground when the kid rolls up on his bike. There's just bloody lawnmower sitting there, and he's oh, obviously it is grotesque. Yeah, he's going in looking for his dad or whatever, and he comes back out because he's not there, and this lawnmower is just like fuck you kid and just starts coming at him and he's like what and gets on his bike and dr- and the next shot is him riding his bike down the street and just this lawnmower give a chase Damn. <laughs> and it, he gets to a, a, a like a four-way stop and then there's an ice cream truck coming that he has to hide from mm-hmm. yeah uh, he basically just stalls his way to the truck stop we'll just go ahead and say that because can I, can I tell you a little quick bit of trivia about that um about that lawnmower yes okay. sure the uh radio control lawnmower went out of control. Oh, right, yeah. Ran over, um, it ran over a piece of wood mm-hmm. and flung, um, it flung, like, wood chips everywhere. It and, like, injured the, the, the cameraman or didn't? the cinematographer, yeah. yeah. Like, lost an eye because of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, fucked up. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, but I know cocaine was involved in all that, but you're making an RC lawnmower. There's no reason to leave the blade behind. Yeah, there really isn't. <laughs> you could have like, taken that off. Or at least disengage it, you know, yeah. like that that means nothing to the accuracy of an RC lawnmower. Yep. Okay, it doesn't say that the blade was on it. It says struck a block of wood used as a camera support, shooting out wood splinters. So anything could have happened. Uh, that sounds like a lawnmower blade was spinning while it, it was fucking. It, does. You know, it really does. There were mistakes made, yes. uh, namely probably cocaine. Yeah, the the goof section just says <laughs> cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> it's just got like Rick James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other characters are this traveling salesman and a lady, mm-hmm. uh, a lady hitchhiker. Yeah, she's hitching her way to Florida. He's like, yeah, sell Bibles, and I'm gonna touch you. And she's like, pull over at this truck stop, you sick perv. Yeah, because because everyone's trying to turn on the radio. Like, yeah, because they're like, what's going on? And so she hears a brief snippet of like, get off the road, the machines are coming alive. Yeah, she basically hears the last radio broadcast, and then. Beep. And yeah. he's like, I didn't hear nothing, which is weird because he's sitting in the same fucking car. But yeah, she veers them off over to the truck stop. He's like, hey, little lady, yeah, you owe me an explanation. Don't walk away from me. And she's just like, I don't know you shit. Get away from me. Um, and that's when the green goblin gr- oh, man, I'm going to have a problem saying this whole time. The green goblin truck comes to life and charges at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she pulls him out of the way stupidly. Yeah. And I think the green goblin truck has already murdered somebody too at this point. Cause I think before they show up, like the, the dad with the diesel came out and was like, no, this, this is the first, this is the first time the truck moved. Cause it, the truck it? was still parked where the, the gas pumps were and it drove over and just kind of went off into the ditch. Mm. 
mm. by the side, and then they're all like, "Wait, what the hell was that?" No, I, I think because like they they start started the truck circle. No, 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 no. When Yearly Smith, and no, the... yeah, no, 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 sorry, the hitchhiker. Yeah. Yes, okay, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yes, my bad. Yeah, so I, like, I'm confusing. The, the all truck hasn't killed up. anyone yeah. yet. It tried to kill them. Right. Um. But yeah, so like Emilio Estevez goes and looks at it, and there's a Jack in the Box in the back, but he's basically like, "Yeah, there's nobody in that truck. I don't know what the hell's going on." Um. But, okay, so the midsection of this movie is... Just basically, you know, the cannon fodder at the truck stop. Yeah, it. so, I mean, there's just a bunch of people in this truck stop, and so... Yeah, there's, like, three gas station, like, gas-pumping dudes. There's yeah. the boss guy who's an asshole. Mm-hmm. There's the waitress lady, Emilio yeah. Estevez. And then, like, four or five truckers, a random number of truckers. It seems like truckers kind of keep coming and going. Like, were, you were here well, the there whole was time? A, there's, a, there's an overnight truck parking thing mm-hmm. where that's where all the trucks come from that circle the thing so there's just truckers yeah. either sleeping in their cabs or whatever but okay so along the way uh yardley smith and new husband are chased by a truck which then crashes off a bridge and explodes well they, they pretty much fake it off the road like yeah 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 it's weird because like they're having a hard time getting away from the truck i'm like i know your car is kind of shitty but it should be able to go faster than a truck. Well, it does, too. Every once in a while, you just see this car, like, take off, mm-hmm. and someone probably radioed them and said, hey, stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, doesn't look down. dramatic enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that blows up. Mm-hmm. There's also a bit where the kid is still making his way to the truck stop and is menaced by a plane mm-hmm. that is blasting right of the Valkyries. <laughs> Which is even... <laughs> Which at first you thought was part of the soundtrack, but the, the yeah. way they've edited it is no, like, it, no, it the plane, like the plane yeah. is it's, playing. It's positional <laughs> audio from the plane, <laughs> the plane which is, is it. which is weird on several accounts because A, well, it should be a helicopter that's doing it. And B, Emilio Estevez is in this. Mm-hmm. So you're making a reference to a movie his dad was in. Yeah. Just just strange. That's all. Eh. I don't know. The aliens have a, a twisted sense of humor, I guess. They, they watched all of our yeah. historical, our historical documents. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, kid just, you know. Kind of gets north by northwest slash apocalypse nailed yeah. for a moment, and then it, gets the away. plane just kind of flies off and doesn't. It, it comes we, back we, at the end. Yeah, I was going to say we, we might see what happened to it yeah. at the end. That could be a different plane, oh, but I'm going to imagine it's the same. Plane. Yeah. Um, um, so what happens at some point? Like the the, well, the, the, the the it ends up it's Deke's dad, the guy who got blasted with a diesel in the beginning. Yeah. So he comes out half blind. Not yet. Still not. Yet. Okay. Still not yet. The the bi- the Bible <laughs> salesman gets pissed oh, off and right. goes outside, and that's when the Green Goblin truck comes to life again and backs into him and knocks him into a ditch. And you're like, okay, that dude's dead. So I, th- I thought Diesel guy died before he. No, no, no. That that was Whatever. the first like kill. Okay. Uh, so that dude's in a ditch, and they're all like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they're. This just they're all just kind of hanging out for a while. They're eating all the food and drinking all the things like no one's worried about anything. They're all just kind of having a good time. Um, it, it's it's somewhere around there where the guy who got blinded is like, I got to go get my boy. Yeah. And they're all like, you can't even see. And he's like, I can figure it out. So he just kind of steps out and drops his keys. And then the Green Goblin truck just fucking murders him. Mm-hmm. Just flat out murders him. It's a. It's a good shot because, I mean, it's, it's one of those, you know, sometimes they do the obvious cutaway to the dummy, you know, yeah, getting, no. getting steamrolled by something. And it's like, <laughs> this looks real good. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's good editing for a movie that's otherwise kind of a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Um, there Periodically, it's just like there are things in this movie that are amazing shot wise. And it's like, how did you pull this together in, well, in such a weird movie? All of the automated remote control driving is 
awesome. Yeah. Like all of it. Like at one point a bulldozer shows up and the camera just cranes up over it and circles around it like a magician showing you there's no wires. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is dope. I mean, this thing is just barreling towards a gas station and moving around. It's not like they just turned it on and made it go. Right. And also you you pointed out there's a shot when um when the yearly Smith and her husband are running away from the truck. Yeah. That like they must have had like some sort of like Indiana Jones like minecart thing that like oh, with, with the camera strapped to it because it like goes under the the yeah. the tra- trailer of the semi like yeah it Griswolds well, under the truck yeah, and yeah. then s- swerves out well, I've seen like camera rigs where they basically have a car it's not even a car it's just like a frame mm-hmm. with you know car wheels and an engine mm-hmm. that they just mount a camera to so they can do stuff like that and it's you know maybe a total of about two feet tall including the driver's head because the driver sits like you know yeah. way down like a formula one driver yeah so it must have been something like that but that shot looked fucking great yeah there's a there are a whole lot of shots in this movie that are extraordinary yeah mm-hmm. it's, i mean the, yeah it, the but, frustrating thing about this is that there's a lot of ridiculous potential going on and just something about it is just not cohesive enough to where you're like from shot to shot you're like this is a great sequence it's like Ah, that was a great shot in this otherwise slightly sloppy sequence. <laughs> right. Well, like I think the weirdest thing is like we we have constantly said on here when when faced at a crossroads of plausible or awesome, you go awesome yeah. every single time. Yes. However, there's so much unexplained, random, what feels like broken in this that it's mm. like your brain can't help but go. But wait, why not? Yeah. Why is on. there why is their card not killing it? And yeah. if, if you can if you can manipulate otherwise non-electrical systems how come the kid's bike isn't killing him how come you know how come you aren't just flinging metal knives at people in the diner you know like there's so many things like if you can turn a valve how the how why the fuck aren't you just like literally telekinesing people up onto the grill and burning them you know like (laughs) yeah i I I think what it needs is a concentration (laughs) of mechanical objects near each other to oh. gain up enough force powers to activate mm. without without a bunch of them getting together, its is. power is weak. Mm. So okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Sure, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Totally, that's cool. Yeah, so that dude dies. The, the, the dad now. guy dies. The diesel dad dies. Um, diesel dad. Yes. I think some other it's random people like. Just die for some stupid reason. Not really, because what happens is, is well, I, wasn't there I, one guy who's just like, "Hey, y'all, watch this," and like gets sick of being in there because like they had like the the waitress lady starts drinking and and goes out and starts taunting the trucks at one point in time because she's just down in Budweiser and she's like, "They can't do this. We made them." Yeah, and then goes on this whole like screaming thing of like, "We made you!" Yeah. and then like you know gets has to get grabbed and pulled back before she's murdered. Yeah, and at one point, so I mean. Shortly after this is when all of the trucks wake up and just start circling the place. Yeah. Um, so they're circling the place, and that's when that's when Connie and Smith, Kirk show yeah, up. Yeah. And they're like, and he's like, "There's a gap. We can get in there." And she's like, "No, you can't. You're not gonna." And he's like, "Yeah, watch this." So, <laughs> home will bear yearly. He 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 sees the gap and he guns it, and they almost make it through, but the truck clips them from the back, and they just tumble. They just. It's a good stunt Another for this. Another great fucking stunt. Yeah, they yeah. just flip this car over, but they're both fine. They get out. Um, she's just being super annoying the entire time. She's trapped by a seatbelt, so they have to run out and cut her loose. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which they, is when the hitchhiker lady produces a straight razor out of her boot yeah. to cut her out. Yeah. So I think, I think they rescue them, start to run back, and that's when Pat Hingle shows up with the rocket launcher out of yes. nowhere yeah. and is just like, hey, suck on this, and just blows up <laughs> one of the trucks. And you're like, 
well, all right, this movie's about to wrap up because then he does it again. And you're like, well, I guess they're just going to blow up all these trucks. And he's got a bunch of rockets. Yeah. But he shoots two of them, the, the latter being this toilet paper truck, which just toilet paper <laughs> air cannons out of this thing and is just on Real fire good. everywhere like popcorn. Yep. Uh, and then Man, he's like, that is fucking glorious. Yeah. Another thing, like there are a few trucks that blow up real good mm-hmm. in this movie and each time their contents like they're not just empty trucks yeah no there's a bunch of shit inside these mm-hmm. trucks and it goes fucking everywhere because yeah, they blow up a Miller truck later yeah. and just it's, like, it's like simultaneous air cannoning and and pyrotechnics because yeah. it's like yeah, the, it, like the the truck stuff explodes but then it's like hey all the contents just yeah. t-shirt cannon out exactly. the back yeah <laughs> it's they're those shots are so fucking good yeah yeah they're wonderful I yeah love, but he, love he, everything about it. he blows up two trucks and he's just like well that'll teach him and they they have a brief argument of like well you have these things why why yeah. where are they do you have more and he's like don't talk about it and because he's just like it's like everything he he's nonplussed by everything is happening doesn't care that like three people have died on his property and they're piling bodies up in his storage basement right and it's so he's just like don't touch my my guns and you know i'm still gonna dock you your pay if you try to leave and it's like dude yeah. Like at a certain point, there's asshole, and then there's like oblivious asshole. Well, it's weird. It's like everyone's concern is all channeled into the waitress. Mm-hmm. Like the waitress loses her fucking mind, and everyone else is just like playing cards. And like Emilio Estevez and the girl, they just they immediately have bonded and become a couple oh, over yeah. twelve well, hours. Well, because like she she immediately like after Bible uh, sleazy Bible salesman dude got rammed into the ditch she she has to go change clothes because she's like he had his hands all over me and i just can't yeah. s- stand it Icky. yeah because <laughs> now he's dead gotta get and, a smell off and me. then like there's you know there's me like oh you always carry your razor in your boot and, she, and he's like you know if you would you would you stab me if i try to touch you and she's like well it's more like a slice but no yeah. i wouldn't because you're cute yeah and then basically it's like yeah. okay well we, we well, fuck well, now. well when there's a downtime we'll have some sex right which they do yeah and then, like, then they're just playing cards in the in the diner, mm-hmm. and it's only the waitress is freaking out. Everyone else is just like, more eggs, yeah. <laughs> more beer. Yeah, every once in a while, just someone will be like, "Fuck this," and like stand up and start to go nuts, and they'll usually tackle them. Like I said, I think I want to feel like I feel like there was one dude that was just like went nuts, and they were just like, "Well, let him go," because like we can't catch him, and he got cream. I don't know. I, there's like I said, there's random like it's so random no name people that just get murdered, and just the mid diner section of this movie is just so. It's it's not convoluted. It's just lackadaisical. I think is just there's no concern from anybody, and no one really seems to want to do anything about anything that's happening. But they've all just kind of accepted their fate. It's it's a little bit it's yeah, a little but gleefully like they're all just kind of like, well, this is fun. Still, we have food and and, and occasionally they'll they'll break into like a well, maybe it's a comet and we'll just have to wait because we all seem to know that it'll be gone in seven days. That was even a private conversation yeah. between... Yeah. Uh, I was just like, there, there's weird like moments where they theorize about what's going on. It's, it's always weird pillow talk between the mm-hmm. two of them. It's just like, here's my latest theory. But it feels like on day two of the siege, a dude is still like, I'm going to play the jukebox. And then, you know, it's like the jukebox decides, no, you're fucking not. And just explodes. And they're like, well, that was rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been playing that jukebox all day. Son of a bitch. Well, no, what what happened is he wanted to change the song. Oh. He wanted to change what was playing. Because Sink the the Pink was playing from ACDC. The jukebox was like, no. No. I love this song. (laughs) This ACDC song about having sex. Oh, that one. Yes. You knew which one. I did, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, it's just just a bunch of fodder in the middle. Um, Yeah. 
What? But I don't think any many people die as you think die in the middle because no, a mean, lot of them last until they die the next scene like that's the sort of coming day up. three. There, there was like there was like I mean Giancarlo Esposito died right away. Then the dad the Diesel dad died, so yep. there was at least two bodies in the in the basement because at some point. Emilio Estevez is taking a piss and like the goofy fat dude who also knows about the arsenal for some reason yeah. is taking a shit and he's just like, hey, tell me about the guns. Yeah. And he's like, why do, why do we give a fuck about him? We need to survive. And he's like, okay, there, he's in the basement. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, the guns. yeah, they get they go get the guns and have a confrontation with Pat Hingle and basically like, dude, we're taking the fucking guns because shit's Trucks. going down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and about that time when they're just like, yeah, I guess we have guns now and stuff. Uh is when they, I think they hear the Bible salesman. Like the main thing yeah. that's happening in the in the in the second act is Deke is showing up and he's hiding out like right around. The, he's trying to like use the those little culvert yeah. things like yeah. under the road it's to a shower through. drain. Well, he's he's got like the ones like the drainage things that go under a road, and he comes to one that's got a grate on and he can't get through, and he finds another one about the time it's getting dark. About the time it gets dark. The Bible salesman is still alive, and he's like, "Hello, I'm in pain, lots yeah. of pain. Hello, excuse me, oh the pain." And so, you know, <laughs> I'm uh, dying. Emilio Estevez and Kurt Curtis are like, you know, we got to go rescue him and you know, all this, and so they gear mm-hmm. up and they're like, "If we just make it to the shower room, we can take the drain, the the shower drain out to the where he is." Yeah. So there's a whole long extended sequence of them like gearing up to go there Yudley Smith yelling like you can't go yeah and um like, I'm a man yeah I'll go yeah and don't you hear the soundtrack it's for those about to rock <laughs> yeah we salute you which yeah. doesn't fit this scene at all but oh, whatever speaking of because like before this shows up there there's I I started to oh, ask if, yeah. if there wasn't any like license like not license but super recognizable ACDC songs like the greatest hit songs yeah. before this one showed up because there's a point where someone just goes hell's bells and it cuts to something else and I'm like motherfucker there's the perfect time to start that song yeah. and they don't except they use it later yeah they do <laughs> it's like the fuck I, anyway yeah. cocaine um <laughs> anyway so it's a it's a long like gearing up montage they've got the rocket launcher they've got guns they got a flashlight which also doesn't murder them for some reason um they <laughs> they go they well, go, why don't the guns murder them exactly because like later a gun shows up to murder them <laughs> yes thank you that's what i'm that's what i'm getting at like why don't the rockets just go nah not firing i'm exploding in your hand yeah <laughs> pretty much because yes. cocaine um but anyway, they sneak out to the showers. They go through this whole long extended sequence of like, you know, Shawshanking through the shower drain. Yeah. One dude, the Curtis dude just can't shut the fuck up. Like, I guess they had like, I guess that's why they're a couple because like he's been mostly quiet until he's away from Yearly Smith. And then he's just like jabber jaw, you know, just yeah. fucking. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, so when she's around, I guess she does all the annoying talking. And then when she's not, he has to pick up the slack. But because- he also has some sort of running toilet fetish yeah like because like oh yeah that's weird because like at the beginning when they're driving she's like i gotta go pee oh, and he's yeah. like can i come watch and then they're cl- they're oh, crawling yeah. through the sewer and like some splashes in emilio estevez's mouth and he's like how's that taste and it's like dude what the shit man <laughs> well get on imdb and write the trivia right now because somewhere in there somewhere in this movie marla maples is in this yeah so you can make a pee joke of your own there sure yeah <laughs> your toilet yeah anyway yeah. yeah, so he's got a weird pee fetish or something. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, cocaine. Yep. Um, but yeah, so they crawl through. They they like Deke has fi- like found one of these culvert things and gotten through just to, just in time to like come up and like poke at, listen to, do everything <laughs> to the Bible salesman dude who ap- appears to be dead until he's like, well, I guess he's dead and turns away and then he does the ah, I'm still alive and yeah. help, help me. me. <laughs> and 
apparently dies before just before they get there because yeah. they're they're just coming out of, of the they're to the ditch and Deke apparently sees Emilio Estevez who he knows and he's like I'm over here save me <laughs> and then like the Bible salesman died kind of off camera while yeah. trying to menace the kid like if you don't save me I'm gonna murder you yeah he um, just died and they just fucking everything yeah. yes. But yeah, so then they end up just rescuing Deke, and then it's I, thankfully it's just like all right, cut to them climbing up out of the shower because we don't need to watch them climb through the you know shit water again. We yeah. don't need to hear more, yeah. you know, R. Kelly takes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they run back in, and, and then you know even before they get to the main thing, they're like kids, like where's my dad? And I mean, it's just like come on, let's go. Yeah, let's let's just <laughs> go. Let's just go. And they get to back to the diner, and he's like, okay, where's my dad? And Pat Hingle's like, oh, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he got murdered by one of them trucks. Real sorry, kid. That's a shame. And then everyone acts like, you motherfucker. And it's like, no, that kid needed to know. You yeah. couldn't just keep telling but him also he's around here somewhere. Just not be an asshole. I know, him. Like, but I mean, like, you know, at least do like, you know, hey, everyone has a father, you know, step forward. Yeah. Deke, not so fast. But also, Six hours later, the kid's totally fine. Oh, yeah. Well, like, it's daytime and he has bubbles and he's fine. <laughs> That's right. He does, yeah. Who needs a dad when you have bubbles? He's, he's dissociating yeah. with the bubbles, yeah. I think. Um, so it's like the next day he's blowing bubbles and then, like, the trucks start to slow down and stop. And everyone kind of takes notice, like, hmm, that's weird. Um, and this is also when uh, a gun on a golf cart shows up. <laughs> Killdozer. <laughs> Killdozer shows and up. Killdozer shows up. And so Killdozer shows up to... to Push all of the trucks that they have exploded out, out of, of the way. way. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's an M two seventy four half ton four by four utility platform truck, not a golf cart. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's called a mule. It's a little like I think World War Two made by Willys, like the Jeep. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so a gun and a bulldozer have shown up to take command. Um, so the the bulldozer pushes everything out of the way. Uh, the gun <laughs> drives over to the front of the diner. And just sits there. Um, and this, again, is uh, waitress is freaking out. No, no. First off, I don't I don't. There's a lot of weird things in this. I don't like weird side plots that aren't explained. And like, you're just left to wonder because oh. there is a point where Pat Hingle like that. This drunk gun. That's, shows. that's not so weird. I, I guarantee you she was fucking that guy. And but that was... why? Because she's a, they're she's, both terrible. She's a kind of attractive lady, and it he's a matter. he's a disgusting fat body. He's he's a, he has her disgusting money. boss, and yeah. is probably like, "You're gonna have sex with me, or yeah. I'm gonna throw you to the trucks, just, or whatever." She also might have been one of the ones that had the the pearl star on her. Uh, okay, time card. but they come out of the back room like you know zipping up and everything, and it's like ew. And then he's just like, "Oh, this motherfucking gun thing! I'm gonna go shoot it." Mm-hmm. Or I, maybe she does freak out first, but. I, it, it, oh, the murderer he, he freaks out. He decides that, like, he's like, "Fuck this thing! I'm gonna yeah. go fuck up this." Oh no, that's why he decides to do it because the killdozer um, pushes Put, his car. Yeah, like yeah. he's got oh, this like right, yeah. big Cadillac or whatever that has a personalized tag that says Bubba on the back, mm-hmm. and the killdozer's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna get Bubba," and pushes it into the diner, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Real fuck you, goddamn my fucking got rocket in your fucking killdozer! I'm gonna fuck you up." And they're like, no, because they don't do that because there's a <laughs> no. gun on a golf cart out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, now it's a golf cart. <laughs> well, that's what they said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so he runs out and fucking laws rockets it again. And he's like, I'm king of the world. And uh, Emilio is like, everybody else get the fuck down because this is about to pop off. Mm-hmm. And the gun on the M274 half ton 4x4 utility truck um, just starts fucking breaking bad all over him and yeah. 
just shoots. They're, it eliminates half the cast. Yeah, basically. about half the cast. There are like five or six trucker dudes that yeah. are just standing around going, huh? And they get wasted. Yeah. In Oh, you said duck? I thought you said truck. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I you said fuck. I was, like, I was up for it. I was man. like, there's a lot of them out there, but yeah. now I'm dead. All right, buddy. But, but yeah, she... Then the, the waitress yeah, gets pissed she off. She goes outside and again, just like, we you, made you. Don't you understand? And the gun's like, I think he growls at her. <laughs> no, it growls when it's done murdering. Oh, that's, that's the what, weirdest yeah. thing. It's like, it just guns her down yeah. and everyone else again ducks. And then it's just like, when it's done shooting, it just... Yeah. And it's like... Uh, what? <laughs> and when she goes down, I think this is when the Miller truck gets it because she fires off of the yeah. Law's rocket that yeah. she had in her hand. It blows up and uh, it blows up that fucking truck real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beer cans everywhere. Yeah. But then the, they the Miller light it up. <laughs> the the <laughs> gun Jeep starts doing Morse code with its horn. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which the yes. kids fucking dig is this. He's <laughs> like, this is Morse code. I know this. I have a merit badge last year. Yeah. And it's like. I, no, <laughs> but he sits down and it's like they're basically like, "Hey, we're running out of fuel. We're going to murder you all unless you come out here and fuel us. And if you if you do fill us up, then we're not going to murder you. Yeah. And if you don't, we're going to murder you all." Yeah. So, if you want an explanation as to why the trucks didn't just murder all these people and drive over the whole place, that's why uh-huh. they knew they might. That's need the closest them. thing. Yeah. That's that's the best you're going to get. Um. So Emilio Estevez is like, "Well, we can't do it without power." And then the they trucks turn the power back on, and everyone's like, "Woohoo!" And it's like, the fuck? Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> You're still surrounded by trucks. The random hitchhiker lady pulls a Godwin's Law thing for a moment just because mm-hmm. he, he's like, well, we got to do this. We're all dead. She's like, it's like sympathizing with the Nazis. And it's like, uh, no, not really. But because, yeah. you know, he's like, I got a, another plan. It's like, we're going to do this now. And then, like, I've got an idea. I've, I've been dreaming of a sailboat that I saw in the marina. And I'm going to go to this island where there are no cars, no machinery, you know, not yep. a single luxury. No yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's called uh, Haven. Yes, um, but yeah, so he goes out and whispers or just talks in the ear of the Green Goblin truck, and is just like, "Hey, fuck right. you, pal." Yeah, um, and then just they they he all goes, he says something like, "Tell all your friends, like, the, you know, the main line's open." Yeah, come on down. Uh, he's like, "I got the sweet, uh, the sweetest uncut <laughs> stuff on the East Coast. <laughs> You're gonna love my shit." <laughs> fuck face. Yeah, um, does he call it fuck face? He does. Yeah. yeah, and it growls at him, and its eyes glow red. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, yeah, this is just a montage of everyone putting gas in trucks and for it's, hours. And it just keeps showing the thermostat going, you know, 80, 90, yeah. 100 degrees. And everyone's just like, whew, it's so hot. Yeah. And it also shows, like, all the trucks on the East Coast lining up at this gas station. But, again, there's such a good shot of... So, the the hitchhiker lady gets... Uh, she gets a break from putting gas in the trucks and she just goes to go lean on a flatbed that's got some cargo on the back of it and the the camera kind of pulls around it and cranes up and that's when you see the highway and it's just littered with nothing but Mm -hmm. trucks and they're slowly rolling towards them and they're like ah shit but eventually gas runs out and Emilio Estevez is like sorry we're done and all the trucks just wail on their horns like (laughs) motherfucker and he's like, nah, sorry, there's no gas. And then the there's a gas truck there that literally starts pushing him. This See, dangerous is some shit. of this stuff is so <laughs> fucking good. Like some of this stuff is magical. Yeah. When all the trucks start keening as one, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I just was absolutely in love with that moment. Yep. And then this scene where the fucking gas truck just moves up, and I don't know how they're controlling this thing. Uh, but they're doing it really well. Yeah. It just starts tapping Emilio Estevez. Just like if you put your hand on somebody and 
gently pushed them, mm-hmm. you know, maybe <laughs> trying to push them back like 18 inches. Except That's with a Mack truck. Except yeah. with a Mack truck. And it's so insistent, but also not literally killing Emilio Estevez by doing this. <laughs> right. Yeah. And fucking balls of steel on him for yeah, just standing no there. Yeah, no fucking kidding. For, for taking it and like... Yeah. How many takes did that take? Like, I really want to know more about some of the stuff in this movie. And I know. Well, we have the Blu-ray. Maybe there's extra features. There's a bunch of stuff on there. Good. I will have to um, watch them. No Stephen King participation, sadly. What? But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it pushes him over to where the, the gas... And it's weird. It's like, he's done all this. He's yelled at the trucks. All of this. And then, like, he... He gets over there like, all right, I'm going to fill it up. And it's just like... He's got heat stroke, all, basically. All, all the gases run out of him because yeah. he's just like... Ugh. Yeah. Uh, this is so heavy. And Frankie Faison comes over and is like, dude, I got this for you. Yeah. Just, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. And so... When there was only one set of gas prints. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you go, go take a break, man. Right. And then like... This is when he goes and chills with his lady. Yeah. And he has a heat stroke like, yeah, maybe it's just... It's like there's they're brooms, man. It's yeah. just like, what if we like wanted to move into a new home, but it was like dirty... And there's like dust and cobwebs and soot in the chimney, and they're just here cleaning it all yeah, up. Yeah, because it's like, what if the aliens hitched a ride in the comet? And... We just want to move in, and they're just trying to clean up. Yeah. Oh, guys, it's so hot. Yeah, it's so hot. This yeah. such a terrible theory. Couldn't possibly be right. Yeah. I got heat stroke. Just don't mind me. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I guess more time has passed. Like other people are now tired, and he he goes out to one dude that's like pumping a truck, and he's like. I guess he's like the last guy still pumping gas. Everyone else is like taking a break. Yeah. He's like, come on, walk with me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he's walking right by the, the, the gun cart, yep. you know, thing. Um, and he's like, when I say run, run. And he's, he's just, he's got a grenade in his hand. He's like, he's like, we got to play him here. We're going to get to the marina. You know, we're going to find a sailboat. We're going to go to, you know, yeah. Gilligan's Island mm-hmm. and it's going to be fucking great. Yep. And then <laughs> it's like, unless they can take over coconut phones. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But uh, he's like, when I say run, run, and then like he just slaps the 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 machine gun that's on top of this golf cart thing, Spinning so that it just it. spins it around. <laughs> which of course it just starts firing, and he drops the grenade on there, and they run and like dive in the diner with their asses up, and yeah. to which Hitchhiker's lady's like, I never seen a hero with ass up his hair like that, haha. <laughs> and then, but they've blown up the golf cart, and then all the trucks are like, fucking murder him. Well, you know. There's another little touch that I like about this after they blow up the, the gun cart is that the remaining bullets all mm-hmm. explode they in the fire. off in the fire. Which, yeah. nice touch, yep. you know? Yep. I mean, that kind of stuff just doesn't happen. Like, someone mm-hmm. was not coked up enough to go, hey, what if <laughs> we set off some squibs in there? <laughs> but yeah, then their plan is just like they take the shower tunnel mm-hmm. out to the ditch and then like trudge through the woods towards the marina. Yeah, you know whoever's left. Oh, oh, I think some more people got killed in the crossfire. Maybe there's a good eight people left at the end of this. Oh, I maybe, mean, there's yeah. there's a caravan of people leaving this truck stop. Uh, the, the trucks have all kind of gone about their business, um, but the the Green Goblin truck is is very much not happy about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, oh, no. Well, well they're, to, well, they're running away. The trucks are just like, well, we might as well run into the place now. Yeah. 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 They they just yeah they the, the trucks drive through it and over it. Um, there's a liquid oxygen truck that gets stuck inside of it, which you know what's going to happen there. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it, we start to pan away, like I, I don't know, crane shot, I guess, away from the the diner, from you know, like a safe distance, so that you don't die away, mm-hmm. or so that your camera crew doesn't die away, and we get what is coming to us. The yes. fucking that whole truck stop. Yeah. 
But I mean, it got it got wrecked before that because like there, there's one part where this dump truck is driving through with its with its oh yes. dump part straight up in the air and it is just ripping down all the awnings over the, the dump <laughs> over part. The, <laughs> well, yeah. the, you know, bed. <laughs> sure. The, yeah. The container. Um, the cargo but area. But it is just wrecking Bin. all the awnings, just knocking them over yeah. and like that. Crushes through one of the awnings, and then another truck runs into one of the supports yeah. and just pushes an awning over, and then the other truck's crashing into the into the building itself. It's some good ass carnage. The, like, the killdozer is like, man, this one car, I'm gonna fucking flatten the shit out of this. Yes. I'm gonna run over the sign. I'm gonna flatten this car. I'm gonna flatten it again. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep driving over this car. It was the obedient car. It yeah. was the car they couldn't control. Maybe. No, I don't have a good enough theory for that. <laughs> Maybe it was a Renault. It was the French Resistance. <laughs> right. Is it a Nazi allegory, like food fight? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Peugeots are working with the yeah. trucks. Oh, yeah. There's other good brooms <laughs> that yeah, right. came in also, and they were like, protect this car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a Vichy car. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the, the trucks destroy the gas, uh, the gas area and the diner area, mm-hmm. and we get... This couldn't have been a model, could it? I don't think it's a model. The no, way it blows they, up, they f- I don't think it's a model. They fucked this place up so big. But it was like a... I'm kind of sad that they blew it the fuck up. Because it looked like like it had some cool style to it. Like it had some good neon and everything. I think like this it, thing it was, was just built for this movie. I think they just... You think they built that yeah. for or, the movie? Or they, or they found... I mean, look at how many inner, inner sure. truck stops there are that are abandoned. They might have just gone and been like, well, we'll use this we'll, place we'll and we'll doll it, you know, and, doll it up a little yeah. bit and then blow it up. Because yeah. like when they, when they were driving through it, it was bare bones, like just plywood and... Yeah. I mean, and it could have been that originally, yeah. you know, when that place was built. Yeah. Um, but but it, whichever it, it is, cool. Man. And then they blew it the fuck up. Yeah. That first explosion got a... Uh, well, it's, it's not got even... Got a noise out of me. It's not even so much... The first explosion is not what you think it is. It's not a fireball. It's yeah. just that splintery wood explosion that you get like when the White House blows up in Independence Day. Yeah. It's that just splintery goodness of just like, man, just everything inside combusted and then blew outward. Yep. And then you get a fire. You get like these coordinated fireballs like on either side and then just secondary explosions pop off the whole time. And it's, it's a good sequence explosion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's very satisfying. But then there's just kind of like, I guess we have to tie this movie up because... <laughs> You know, they've, yeah, they've, they're like, oh, we have yeah, to end this. They've escaped and like, you know, they're just kind of like I said, they're just kind of walking through the woods and everything. And they they come up on a sign. It's like, all right, a marina in two miles or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then they come to another diner slash drive through place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're they're trying to sneak by this thing, this diner. And all of a sudden, the drive through menu board lights up and goes, humans here, humans here. <laughs> yep. Humans here, humans here. <laughs> and. <laughs> The kid, Deke, like, he gets this look in his eyes. He's like, I got this. Yeah. And he walks up with the, because they all have guns from the arsenal. And he's like, this is for my dad, you son of a bitch. And just unloads. Murders the sign. Murders the sign. And uh, doesn't, no, he's the only one that murders a sign. And then he, he just hands off the gun to he's the. He's like, I don't want this anymore. I don't want this anymore. I don't want this anymore. I'm a man of peace. I'm done killing. <laughs> also, technically, guys, this is a machine. It could kill yeah. us at any point in time. It's right in the name. Machine yeah, right. gun. <laughs> yeah. um, when when you see the, the marina sign, uh, the camera pans over and you see the school bus. And the school bus has been... <laughs> 
<laughs> dive bombed by that plane we saw earlier, which is sticking straight into <laughs> it. Perpendicular. Like not at an angle, like straight into it. Like this plane just saw a school bus and was like, man, oh. fuck those kids. <laughs> and just went straight into it and is stuck in the middle top of the school bus. It's I uh, man, it's a good visual. It's <laughs> magnificent. You could say they're on uh, perpendicular planes. <laughs> yeah, we got jokes you, you over could here. say that. <laughs> you can totally say that. It is, it is plain to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, they get to the marina, and Emilio Estevez is like, that's the boat I've been dreaming about. Let's steal it. Oh, no, not, not yet, because like, uh, first, uh, another truck comes on them on the on the highway like a truck is just coming along oh no it's the ice cream truck from earlier right um finds it finds them and then uh i think it's curtis and the hitchhiker girl just unload guns at gleefully. it gleefully yeah, yeah and it it does a good explosion air ramp you know flip thing yeah as, as the music like because <laughs> of course it was playing evil of course. Know, creepy right. ice cream music apparently that thing was supposed to flip multiple times yeah but it only flipped the once and nearly killed a cameraman <laughs> of course why not yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good-looking shot. It still I'm, looks good, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Again, like, all right, so our argument of, like, what can what can come alive and what can't is then thrown into chaos again mm. because we get to the marina, and they are all like, yeah, so Emilio Esfa is like, that's the boat, that's the one I wanted, let's go get it. Mm-hmm. And then one dude, and I recognize him, I just can't remember his name. He's, yeah. he's one of those, that guy's, mm-hmm. um, sees there's a car that, like, apparently the, the automatic window murdered a woman right? because she is just like, choked to death in the window with their like arm hanging out and she's got a giant fucking rock of a that a might have been ring. marla maples maybe okay all right but like he's just like oh that i you know yeah just all of a sudden every, just, everything's fucked up but yeah. i need that giant diamond sure. because why this not will come in handy on haven island yeah <laughs> and so like you know this is when the green goblin truck has shown up and you know just snuck up yeah <laughs> it's stealth it is stealth stealth arrived yeah. <laughs> it, it held down uh b and stealthed up on him and uh yeah, and he just kind of turns around and they're like, look out! And yeah. he just gets run over he, by the truck. He gets stealth trucked. And then Milo Estevez is like, fuck this shit, I still have a rocket launcher. Yeah. And rocket launches to the He's just like, screw you, motherfucker. Shoots and, it like right in the mouth, yeah. and then it's like, does it gonna blow up? And then, oh, it's like a delayed explosion. Well, it, it kind of, like, you get sort of like a, okay, that disabled the truck, I guess that's all we're gonna get. And he kind of wa- he goes and runs back on the boat, and then... They set off the secondary explosion, which is this truck fucking vaporizes. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> like this entire movie, I was like, man, I wonder where that prop is. That would be fun to, you know, because I've seen people like rebuild it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, they blew something up. <laughs> yep. At least one of them is disintegrated. <laughs> yeah. And then they just sail off in the boat and there's text on the fucking screen again of like, well, this thing is like <laughs> a Russian satellite armed with rockets no, shot a, down a UFO. So specifically, uh, specifically air quotes of like a Russian weather satellite yeah. that just happened to have ICBMs and lasers on it. Because, again, someone mentioned something about that, about a satellite. I think it was during Emilio's weird heat stroke fever dream. But yeah, it's like it's like everything he said kind of is like. Yeah, there was a UFO hiding in the comet, and a Russian satellite shot it down. And anyway, we rode it out, and yeah, they six, survived. Six days later, we're surviving. And yeah. then the survivors of the whatever it was, the good old boy or the fucking southern boy or whatever the fuck the boy, something boy yeah. was the name of the truck stop. And um, they're like, they're still survivors yep. today. Movie like, over. Yep. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the theater. <laughs> but please enjoy some more ACDC on your way out. Right. <laughs> really, they, well, two things. Thing one that kind of sailboat 
absolutely has a motor in it. Oh, sure. So they're sure. fucked. Nah, they're uh, paddling. No, 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 no. They're they're fucked because that thing's going to drive them like... It's going to pop out of the water and go... <laughs> just come right at them. Yeah, it's going to... Like a cigarette boat. Just... <laughs> yeah. How Evan rude. Yeah. Good one. Good one. How long have you been saving that one? Nah, just, um, just now. So yeah, that like... They're totally going to die because of that boat. Mm-hmm. But also... All they have to do, like, if they don't put that text on the screen, nothing changes. Okay. Except you enjoy the ending of the movie more. Right. So, yeah. yeah I don't know that, why they... That somebody, end title card is just like, what? <laughs> that's That's got to be like a producer thing. It's like, no, nah, we got we to gotta say something about the Russians. And yeah. 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 Because there's a large executive producer credit in the middle of these oh, yeah. at the end, which was probably someone would be like, nah, Stephen King, you're on a lot of coke and you're, you're not making any I sense. <laughs> You're on Get off that powder. Ice. It was you the may, Russians. You may be king of the steves, but I'm the king around here. <laughs> nah, I say what goes. Yeah. Well, you animal house this ending. <laughs> animal man. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's, it's just it's, it's done. Like they're out. Yeah. They're like, oh, they survived, mm-hmm. and they're still surviving. <laughs> yeah. And they continue to survive today. Yeah. Even though everything's back to normal, they're still just living off on fucking you know. Yeah, I wonder. Like, are they just Blood living on the island, island, not knowing that everything's yeah. back to normal everywhere else, and they're yeah. just sitting out there? Yeah. And we call them the Mennonites. <laughs> so by Mennonites. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The movie's over. Yeah. Um, despite. The custom soundtrack by ACDC. There's no Stargrove in this. There's not no. even anything close. Like they no. didn't bother to be it's like. It's not a custom soundtrack. Well, it is. Okay. Some of it is. Some it, of it is. Is it? Yeah. Oh, some of it is written, written specifically, specifically for this, for this movie. movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, they didn't write it specifically for this movie. They oh. wrote an ACDC song and put it in this movie. Right. Yeah. So there's no Stargroves. Um, the waitress almost ensigns, but not quite. It's pretty close. I think. I think they tackle her before she gets a chance to go full ensign. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving it to her. Although she did run out there with a rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah but not. I think she, it was, she does go out there. Shot. She does go out there and scream. Sure. Twice. Ma'am. Yeah. And then she, well, one time she goes out there and screams, <laughs> losing her goddamn mind. Mm-hmm. The second time she grabs, she runs out there and grabs a rocket launcher. Yeah, but she's so, doing it to avenge her piece of shit boss. Yeah, but she is like losing her fucking mind. Yeah. It's close. I don't know. It's close. It's nah. not, I don't know. I I would say no. It is not Fargrove. Or no, no, that that's the wrong joke. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, actual ratings. It's right. an Manson, <laughs> maybe. A mess. Menson. Bye, Menson. Stop it. <laughs> anyone? Anyone no. have a rating? Anyone I'll, I'll go. Okay. So um, I'll open up the bedding. Chuck, before you rate this, yeah. you have watched this for. 31 and 31, I did, haven't you? A couple years ago, yeah. Yeah. And I have seen this at some point in my life. I don't I have not what. seen this. Chuck, I, do you remember what you rated it for 31 and 31? The thing is, is that I want to say it was one of those dumb years where I wasn't giving star ratings. I was just saying, see it or don't see it. So I want to say I probably gave it like three and a half stars. But like I didn't log it on Letterboxd, so I'm not exactly sure. I know I said watch it. I know that for a fact. Um, so here's what I'm going to say about it. On our scale, I'm going to give this four jocks. It can't quite get five because it's a fucking mess. Like it is like there's so much good stuff in this. There really is so much good stuff in this, but it's like. I don't want to say the ineptitude of it, but it's the cocaine of it is is hurting it like 
like they're really high highs, but then there's just so much like what's happening? Like what's going on here? Like, why are the trucks circling? Like, why why are the people not concerned about this? Like, why is the waitress the only one freaking out? It's just the human interaction in the middle of this thing doesn't make any sense. It doesn't feel like reality. And when you when you build a a horror world, you have to have you you have to have the fantastical. You have to have the weird thing that you buy into. And I'm I'm on board with that. Mm-hmm. Like the Haley's Comet, like it took over these machines and now they're evil. Fine. I, that works for me. They set that up in the first three minutes and I'm totally on board. They made that bank sign say, fuck you. And that's all I needed. I'm like, yeah, I'm on board. But then it's like all the people are just like no one's acting like a normal human being. And it's strange. It's it's just so strange to me that the people are so badly written. And that's usually what Stephen King excels at is dialogue and character interaction and stuff like that. So I just there's so much good stuff in this. I just can't go five because it's like like once they start doing the weird great escape shit to go rescue the guy that no one gives a fuck about. I kind of just blanked out of this movie like if this ACDC song wasn't playing, I would just totally not be giving a shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind it kind of doesn't recover until the very end where everything explodes. (laughs) So it's just there. There's something so disappointing about this movie to me that I can't quite go all the way. But it is still an experience and you should I mean, fuck, you should see the movie that Stephen King directed. Yeah, you should just see it. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. do that. I'm real torn on this one. And I'm I'm sitting like this is I very rarely say that I would give it a half rating and that, that we're not allowed to do mm-hmm. um, this very much would be a two and a half jocks movie for me. OK, because I like the things that are broken with this movie make me angry like I. Yeah, the logic. Uh, stuff. Yeah, the logic stuff. Like, I mean, you know, we've we've said awesome or logical go awesome. But we also I also believe in movie logic. Like I will go with you however you want to establish a thing but you're establishing there there is a cart that can control a gun and yet their guns don't you know aren't affected like there's so much like plot hole stuff that it, it really annoys the piss out of me mm-hmm. but it's fun it's got stupid songs it's got some stupid lines you know things blow up a lot there's really good stunt and occasional camera work people were maimed and harmed to make this movie uh, so Shout I mean, out to those those so, heroes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I mean I think I have to give it three. All things considered, just because it's like you know R.I.P. Cameraman's eye and all this stuff. <laughs> you know, yes. I'm just like all this shit that's like I shouldn't reward it for it because it's like kind of like hey fuck you like stop doing drugs and you know observe safety and don't nearly run over Emilio Estevez with a, a full size truck. Yeah, it's the eighties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the mighty trucks. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that <laughs> literally just popped in my head. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, man. Your episode <laughs> title. title. Fuck. I, oh, God damn it. I'm pissed. I'm sorry. Oh, why are you mad? I that's really good. Mad. I don't know why. That's really that's good. Better late yeah. than never. Uh, um, but yeah, it is... Like, I, I gotta give it three, but like, there's so much about this movie that makes me angry that it's like, it's, it's almost a begrudging three. Like, there's so much pieces of it that like warrant that on the Banffcast scale personally like if I were rating this like a movie it would probably be way lower because I can't I can't get over the like the logic holes and things like that in this movie it's just it's annoying and like I I don't know like I I get trying to make a bad guy 
I sort of get trying to get a, make a bad guy. Like and to me, it's like you can make a guy that's a piece of shit that's obviously going to die at some point. Like you know, you're always were an asshole, Gorman, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that kind of guy. But mm-hmm. like at a certain point, he's got to go. You know what? I should probably get on board because this like shit is fucking up, and I got to stop being an asshole. And then he never makes that fucking turn. Yeah, you know, really. And it's like the only reason he quote unquote kind of goes hero is because they fucked with his car. You know, uh, so. There's just a lot of wrong with this movie, and I'm, I'm going to stop talking about it now. It's, it's a begrudging three. Okay. There is a lot wrong with this movie. Um, there's a ton of it that makes it kind of, I guess, not a great movie. I don't think it's, yeah, it qualifies for that sort of B-movie thing, and you could you can easily call it a bad movie. But there is some just 110% fucking insane greatness in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I really, really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. I've always heard about like Maximum Overdrive is like, this is, if you want to see Stephen King fucking bullshit, <laughs> this is your movie. I've always been been a fan of his writing bullshit, mm-hmm. but this is not that is, this is not nearly as bad as people make it out to be. And it's a hell of a lot of fun to sit through and watch just happen. I, I feel like if, if he w- didn't make a cameo and you didn't know for some reason that he directed it, there is nothing that has DNA, his DNA or fingerprints on this yeah. at all. Like, I mean, this isn't his kind of thing. It's not in Maine. You know, like there's not just because it's not. I mean, I know there's some other things that don't take, take place in Maine, like parts of the stand and things plenty like- of his stuff that doesn't take place in, you know, our regular Earth times either. Well, sure. If you take the Dark Tower series. Yes. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like. It does. Huh? It, usually, his stuff is about a, a small thing right. that menaces a community that has no way of explaining it to the outside world. And this is a global event. I mean, this is like mm-hmm. the stand. We don't. We don't even really know it's a global event, though. Like, yeah. it can be reasonably assumed that there's it's sort of like in the mist, where you yeah. kind of know that there's something else probably going on out there. It's still very small because it's you know this is affecting. Yeah, that's true. It's just it's it's so grandiose and over the top. I think without, if you cut out the, you know, this is happening all over the world bullshit, um, and especially the the real thing that fucks with that is that ending four sentences of a of a <laughs> credits crawl, like yeah. that thing. If you cut that out, you have no idea that this affected the rest of the world, and you get something that I feel is actually really a, a Stephen King kind of story. Like weird stuff happens for no reason and menaces people. And I mean, he's a big fan of machines coming alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it does have a lot of like Stephen King nuts to it. Um, I think maybe it's just because the characters are so flat and they don't have any good dialogue. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll just give you two other examples of like, you know, Stephen King esque like weird things are happening to a small group of people. A, a good and a bad like i don't like signs not at all i don't like signs at all but that is like here's a big crazy global thing that's happening and we're going to focus on like five people in mm-hmm. a house mm-hmm. you know like that doesn't work for me at all because the the ending is so fucking stupid that it just invalidates the entire thing it's like you know whatever it's we've had the the the, the statute of limitations on spoiling signs is now gone you don't travel you don't invent space technology travel across the galaxy go and go to a place that is three quarters of the thing that can fucking kill you you know like you're not that's so fucking stupid it's inexcusable however equally so and i've said it earlier this year a quiet place is basically signs 
that I fucking love. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of like there's crazy shit happening, but and we're focusing on just a couple of people, and I fucking adore every frame of that movie. You know, so it's like, I and even like even like some lesser B tier ones like Legion. Legion is like almost maximum overdrive except with demons, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's like it's just like there are things like that and like but the characters are interesting yep. along the way yep. you know and and this is the problem is like if emilio wasn't like I, I feel like emilio occasionally does some things that could be considered badass as an actor standing in front of a truck totally badass mm-hmm. as a guy in the movie everyone is telling him he's a fucking hero before he does anything yeah that's... and i feel like that's the only thing that's like well i guess he's our de, our de facto hero because everyone's saying he is yeah and i feel like show it don't say it you know like and that's that stephen king's usually better at that but again yeah the thing that gets him the hero moniker is that he smashes that electric knife with a hammer right like (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) anyway um but even even with all the like dumb bullshit if we're looking at it in a a bmf cast sort of way Mm -hmm. it ticks a lot of boxes yeah there's a lot of shit right about this movie and i am torn between four four and five jocks oh which is, I didn't expect this to be anywhere near my rating. I walked in here, I walked into the studio like, that was pretty fucking good. I really like that. <laughs> like, I was I was probably closer to five jocks when I walked into the studio than I am now. Mm-hmm. But I will, I will do this. I will say it's a four. If it tightened up a bit, it would be easily a five jocks movie. Um, there's just, man, I'm a huge sucker for explosions. Uh, especially really good ones like this movie has. Like when the truck rolls down the hill and explodes, um, the one where uh, Connie and Kurt yeah. trick the truck into going off roads, off roads, off road. <laughs> um, Roads. Roads. Uh, that's an, that's a stellar explosion. That's like a, in, in a lot of movies that would earn it, you know, maybe half a jocks or so. Yeah. And that ending explosion is worth probably a jocks itself. Well, the toilet just, paper explosion, the Miller explosion, these yeah, are all good. Yeah. Just so many good explosions and so many things where like that let's either go for, you know, plausible or awesome. And we just go for like Coke fueled awesome. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie really satisfies I a lot of done things. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say there, there was somebody randomly like somebody that died and got got run over by a truck. And I don't know who it was. There, There was some point. Where when the truck mayhem towards the end was happening, they just re ran over somebody that was oh, already yeah. dead, and I, I don't know why. I just like yeah. it's 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 the weird little shit like that that's really macabre that I really like. Oh, when the Bible salesman gets bumped into the ditch, mm-hmm. the truck runs the so the truck is like been parked over to the side, and the truck starts to just backs up and bonks the Bible salesman into the ditch. Yeah, the Bible salesman has dropped his shoes i think yeah and, yeah he got knocked, his out of his shoes. got knocked out of his shoes and his bible case has flown off mm-hmm. and when the truck rolls back by it rolls over the bible case and over the shoes before it parks back into the yeah. there are a ton of little details like yeah. that in mm-hmm. this movie that i just fucking adore um yeah. i don't i don't know who is responsible for him but i love him and you're right the dialogue isn't quite as realistic or insightful and i think that's probably just Stephen King not being that great of a screen screenwriter when you have time and 400 pages you know 400 to a thousand pages in a book yeah. you can you can write that dialogue out how you expect it to be heard but when you're trying to you know when you're trying to clip through it in a movie 
It's feel, just not as easy. I feel like when he's writing just straight for the screen, he works best in the anthology things. Like his his bits in Creep Show yeah. and Cat's Eye even, which is still it's goofy as fuck and it's kind of dumb. But like I think his problem with like making something I mean, other than adapting it his already books into movies, mm-hmm. it it works better in like the anthology world. Like I just don't think Yeah, I don't think he works well in a in a thirty page medium. You well, know, because like, you don't have right. to have an act structure in the anthology yeah. world. It's basically one act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and you can also stretch that stuff out longer, as opposed to having ninety minutes to to two hours yeah. for a, you know for just a, a single movie. Um, and apparently, in the short story, it was only trucks. Yep. So, I think it's had like, they stuck, so to, like no other electronics or uh, just gadgetry, trucks. Oh, just yeah. trucks. Yeah. Um, as far as I know. Okay. So, I think had he stuck to that structure. Um, it probably would have been more effective, but you know, cocaine does. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I still, I still think it's a pretty successful endeavor. Yeah, even though it was a flop. I, I just, I, I wish. I, there's a lot of support for this movie. I wish it could get to Stephen King. I, I just wish he would say, maybe I should revisit. I'm sure it's probably pretty painful and probably the behind the scenes stuff really probably tainted his experience, you know, injuring a lot of people and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I, you just want to say, dude, no, there have been plenty of worse Stephen King movies than this one. <laughs> plenty. Yeah. So also, I think, you know, uh, that era of his life was really self-destructive and yeah. he nearly, you know, nearly ruined his life with it. You know, with the with the drugs, sure. And it basically took him getting hit by a van to stop fucking up. So um, he was scared of trucks this whole time, and a fucking van did it. Yeah, man. If only he'd listened to Vanuary, but um, thirty years ago. But you know, it can be painful to to think about that, and maybe he just doesn't want to dip his toes back into that and yeah. back into that water. Yeah, specifically that point in his life, but. Yeah. I would like to see I'm torn honestly I would like to see somebody like I would like to see them a remake of this movie they did did they when there's a TV movie called trucks ah. that tried to focus more on the actual material and it's fucking garbage terrible yeah. it's like what are you guys thinking you're doing if you can't do bigger and better it's like was hey it just Stephen like- King get the fuck out of the way we're gonna remake your shit it's like no <laughs> A TV movie and B, yeah. Yeah. but I would like to see uh, a retry, like you know, a do-over on this almost. But at the same time, I don't think in this day and age, I, I don't think it gets made like it should. No. Like you couldn't, they wouldn't make. They would all be CGI trucks. Yeah, they wouldn't make remote twenty-five remote control trucks for nothing a real movie. would explode yeah. in, in a remake. So, but yeah. Anyhow, I loved it. Great job, Steve. <laughs> Good job, Steve. Steve. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Yes. Okay. All right, and welcome back. Hey, hey Bamcat. Yeah, this might be a short second half because 
Nobody's watching anything except for BJ. Yeah. That's why you took a week off, is you watched the movies. Yeah, I watched two movies, so I had to take a whole week off. But I didn't watch them until after last week's podcast, so... Don't, yeah, it works don't out. tell the people that. I'm the math tell. checks out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them. I'm keeping it 100 over here. So, um, as, as happens sometimes, I uh, have a little horror movie night with some friends, and uh, we watched last Saturday two movies. Uh, the first one was 1408, a timely Stephen King uh, joint. Yeah. It was based on, I guess, a short story by Stephen King. It uh, stars John Cusack, mm. um, who does not vote. Uh, vote. <laughs> hey, kids, remember this November. Vote. 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 I'm pointing over there. The cameras are over here. <laughs> okay. We get it. You vote. Yeah. Um, no, who does not vape in this particular production. Well, there's um, no vaping yet. No. Well, yeah, I guess this was 2007. Not right. many people were, were vaping, especially not John Cusack. He almost smokes. I think he might smoke once, but mm. um, this Good. is probably the beginning of the of the John Cusack vape era. Also has Samuel L. Jackson in it, turning in a less Jackson-y performance than I would have expected. Yeah. Um, basically, John Cusack is a... Um, I don't remember what he did before... <laughs> Okay, shut up. Um, I bet he was a writer. He's a writer. Yeah. yeah. So I don't remember if he was like a like a shitty writer before or something. But That's Samuel he, Jackson's his number one fan. No, oh. no, it's not. Mm. Um, but he writes about these like supposedly haunted places. He goes and stays okay. in these supposedly yes. haunted places. Right. And. Um, he gets a postcard or something that's like, "Don't stay in room fourteen oh eight or stay in room fourteen oh eight. Of the Overlook Hotel? No. Yeah. No. No. Um, and one, four, one plus four plus zero plus eight equals 13. <gasps> Spooky. <Ooh>. What? <laughs> oh, math. Yeah. 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 How many? How 237 times how many gets two to the 14 to eight? I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. Anyway. Mm-hmm. He goes to this hotel and Sam Jackson's like, no, you can't stay in this in this room. And... Uh, he's like, but I have to. He's like, but I have postcard to. Postcard said not to. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, he makes some sort of deal. Anyway, the room is haunted as fuck, mm-hmm. and bad things happen to him, and he mm. goes crazy and or doesn't. I fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> I was very tired. It's a hell of a review. Um, I know it's great. It's scintillating. But this is content, and I'm producing it right now. Fair so enough. you guys don't have any content. So fuck off with mine. All right. Um, <laughs> I'd like to see him remake this movie as 14-0 Vape. <laughs> yes, as would I. Um, but it's it's pretty much real dumb. Uh, All right. <laughs> and at the in conclusion, in conclusion, it's real dumb. It's <sighs> I don't even know how to describe it, but just pass, pass on 1408. Hard All pass. Right. Yeah. Mm, firm pass. Firm pass. Yeah. Firm pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we watched. As a palate cleanser, I don't know. Um, Dead Silence, which is a movie about spooky dolls. Oh, right. Yeah. Spooky ventriloquist dummies. Yeah. And that one is real dumb, too, but it's real dumb in a lot of fun ways. And there's some actually really spooky shit in that movie. Yeah. The what, thing, what movie is this? I'm sorry. I missed it. It's called Dead Silence. It's Dead. the movie they made after Saw. It was like the next movie from the Saw people. Was it from the Saw people? Because yeah. there's a little Saw Easter egg in it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and it's real dumb, but it's real dumb in the ways I kind of like horror movies to be. It's kind of campy and goofy, and nobody does anything that's like 
extraordinarily stupid that I remember. Yeah, it's just like people find a thing and it has a backstory and they gotta yeah, go like, track oh, the backstory. This and, evil doll and yeah. all this stuff. Um, but it's also silly. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's kind of silly. Yeah. Um, but it's never like... I don't remember any like dolls coming to life and stabbing you in the ankle silly. It's just there's a bunch of like and they're the, like a cemetery room filled with these things, and they all like turn their heads at the same time. Yes, yeah, uh, that's a really good that that's a good scene. Yeah. Like this crazy lady is buried, and she dies, and she wants to be buried with her dolls, and somebody digs up the doll and sends it to his wife. That's yeah, and his wife gets murdered. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's dumb. It is. <laughs> it's real dumb. But it's got some things like it's got some actual spooky stuff, like not anything that happens in the foreground that's really super spooky but stuff that happens off in the background right that's spooky like the dolls turning their heads or they you know you'll see something move in the background you're like ah turn around you know you're like yelling at them in the theater <laughs> yep um over here <laughs> turn around over here. look over here um <laughs> if you like that kind of that kind of horror movie it's it's all right it's pretty decent i think it's kind of fun in a way, it's not, like I said, it's not super spooky unless there are a few things like dolls that, you know, that really creep you out. But it's fun. I would, you know, I've never been really all that big into horror, uh, as I think I've said like a hundred times on mm-hmm. the podcast. But as I kind of get roped into watching these horror movies with with people, I'm finding that there is a certain kind of horror movie that I like. and it's And it's stuff like this that is just sort of goofily spooky but has some good kind of creepy elements to it and it doesn't take itself super seriously all the time um and it's not like real deep psychological horror stuff because that stuff kind of bothers me um but the like scary guy coming at you with a hatchet kind of stuff i don't really you know i don't really get bothered by I'm kind of finding out the things that I like about horror movies, and that's kind of nice that I'm discovering that some of that genre is for me. Because I'd kind of written it off several years ago as being like, nah, I'm just not even going to pay attention to it. I'm not going to bother with it. I'm going to actively avoid horror movies because I don't really like any of them. But it's well, nice that I found something to like it, to like about them. There's a certain subset of horror movies that are super mean-spirited and yes. i could see how those i i don't i generally don't watch those those aren't fun to me because mm-hmm. they are just <clears throat> they are literally horrific it's just like there's not going to be any fun to be had here this is going to be the worst imaginable shit you can think of and it's like nah yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm good <laughs> i don't need that just give me some dumb pure evil that you know some telekinetic girl is able to 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 defeat or some dumb (laughs) bullshit you know so i'm curious your your horror viewings are they strictly horror like i mean you set out to have to watch horror movies on these nights that you um not always it just just kind of the last you know it's spooky month sure well probably half of the ones that i've been able to make it's been you know they wanted to watch horror movies well i just if 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 I can have them pivot, if, if if people haven't seen it, just because you brought brought it to my attention, I'm going to again up, recommend Upgrade. It's the same people's. It's the it's the writer guy. It's the guy who wrote Dead Silence and saw okay. his directorial writing directorial de- debut. Not a horror movie per se, there, though there are some kind of horrific things that happen to people, but not a horror movie. It's 
it's like that. I can see why he wanted to make the movie because it's like, you know, you make all these things where it's like, oh, well, I, here I wrote another thing with supernatural powers. I can't do anything. And now it's like, no, I want to, you know, I want to be able to murder those things. Like, you know, like I want to okay. have some revenge, you know, kind of feeling to it. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm just I'm again trying to sell that movie to everybody because it's yeah. fucking awesome. If I can make the sell, I will I will sell it. I generally don't. Uh, I generally don't have too much of a choice on what we're watching. Okay. But uh, I will see if I can stir some people in that direction. Yeah, I feel like now I feel like I just I, I kind of abandoned my boy, the James Wan <laughs> universe. You know, I, I just feel like I need to like revisit some of these because like I, I don't I don't really feel the need to watch anything past the first saw. You know, so I don't think I'm going to go down that route. But, you know, I, I I enjoy Insidious enough. And I liked some of the conjuring. You know, like there's. Okay, I think I liked Insidious. Like, it was scary. Insidious is good. I just, the ending is like, I couldn't tell you what the fuck happened. It was like, there's a point where Dark is scary. And there's a point where Dark is, I don't even know what's happening right now. Like, the last oh, 15 yeah. minutes of that movie yeah, yeah, is yeah. so dark. I it was like, yeah. is this scary? I mean, if you're scared of the dark, I guess, but, <laughs> but you know, like, yeah. I, are like, you afraid I, of the dark? I literally can't see what's happening right now, so I'm not scared. But like I said, the first saw, Ooh. I think, is it's a thing. Like the first saw, even though it's torture porn and it's like everyone mentions that when you're talking about torture porn, the first one is a unique idea. I will give yes. it that. You yeah. Know. And it scared the bejesus out of me when I watched it in the mountains of North Carolina in a hotel yeah. room. Yeah. But it was very dark. Like so, I, I feel like I, you know, this this dead silence seems like a thing I I, I would watch. It's goofy. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I think um I think that about wraps it up for second half content, except for an email that we re- yep. we received. Harlow, would you read that email for us? Oh, I can do that. I'm I not the normal email reader, but you yes. know, I'll give it my best. But he ain't here. <laughs> this is from uh, Jason, aka J- Jazz Rags, I believe, on the on the discords and whatnot. Okay. Um, he says, hey, B- Banffcast. So I'm going to fuck it off right, right off the get-go. Hey, Banffcast. Jason Dallas here. I also recently watched Scream for Help, and I totally agree. What a crazy train wreck. Mm. I do recommend that you watch the the interview with Tom Holland on the Shout Factory disc. I, don't, I do not think it, will, it makes all the choices in the movie make sense, but you get to listen to Tom shit on the director, Michael Winner, for about 15 minutes. <laughs> in short, Holland blames Winner for cutting his dialogue, which took away from context, and also for not knowing how to cast, score, or shoot a suspense movie. That's all for now. Crash and burn. So I guess we need to dive in the special features well, of that. It sounds like he just says Michael Winner couldn't make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and but it carries on for 15 minutes, so maybe he's got some more insights. Cool. Beyond that. Yeah. I could watch that. Okay. Just a quick, just a quick note. Okay. PJ hasn't watched it, so yeah. we may have to pass the disc to him before we go watching special features. True. I feel like you should catch up on that one. It's it's worth catching up it's on. It's a fucking weird-ass movie. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Plus Brenda. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, Brenda's pretty good. You'll like Brenda. All right. <laughs> Plus it has a Stargrove at the end. No, it doesn't. Well, it does. Ooh, a contested Stargrove. It's not because it was two against one. It was a voted down Stargrove. I was right. They are wrong. No. Contested It's just Stargrove. a song that says Brenda. Nope. Or, or whatever the fuck her name is. Carrie Christie? Christie. It is a song sung to the main character. About nothing. No, it's about her trials and tribulations. It's not. <laughs> it is not. It's <laughs> not. Nah. Whatever. Anyway. I'll yeah. listen to it and deliver either the tying vote or crushing your vote that's right yes 
I mean, I was with it for about one line, but one line out of a bunch of bullshit does not a Stargrove make. <laughs> I mean, like one line, I was like, oh, oh, wait, actually, he's talking about your plight. And then it's just like back to Christy. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you say, but you're pretty, Christy. I can't believe I'm making fun of the. Yeah, I was gonna say that's yes. your boy. Right I, there. I like yes, but fuck yes in the '80s. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> fuck yes in the '80s. <laughs> Owner of a Lonely Heart is fucking garbage, and I'm sorry if you like it. I'm just saying, like that's it's okay as a song. It's just not fucking them. It's like it's okay. All right. It's like you know that fucking song for years. I fucking synth goes fucking hard. It, it does. I just mean like there's there's the Robert Pl Robert Plant made a fucking song in the '80s that was popular. It's just like that's fucking Robert Plant. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like you know. I don't remember what song it was, but it was like, I remember hearing that the other day. I was like, that's fucking Robert Plant. I've heard that song. I had no idea it was him for years. I had no idea. Yeah. But anyway. So how do people get in touch with us, BJ? I don't fucking know. All right, then. God, just kidding. I do. BMF at BMFcast.com. That's the email address. 910-5-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. That is the Garfield phone. BMFcast.com is the website. Patreon.com slash BMFcast is where you give us all your money. <laughs> Some. Don't make yourself destitute on our behalf. Don't give us all your money. Give us all the money you can literally afford to give us in monthly installments. Did you get a raise this month? Give it to us instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. But That's... we give you stuff for that. Yeah, sure. A little bit. I yeah. mean, you know, a whole lot. So really. eventually but... we'll get back to doing extra. You know, that that is going to happen again, I promise. We, yeah. we joked that episode 100 was like, the end one, but it's... What has been, like, two weeks since you guys have done an we extra? We didn't do one last week, and it's, it's looking, looking like, unlikely. Looking but, unlikely we're going to get to yeah. do one this well, week. Well, we got a lot of stuff going on, you know. Yeah, shit's shit's getting real. It's getting to the holidays, and... Shit's getting real, and we ha we can't get to the movie where they say shit just got real. Yeah. So, unfortunately, our shit getting real is getting in the way of, you know, f fictional shit getting real. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> real, real, real shit. So true. <laughs> So very true. Plus, we got to finish off the Transformers and mm -hmm. all we that. We got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. We're and we got to work up some more Let's Slays. Well, we tried that last night. Yeah, <laughs> didn't happen. Semi unsuccessfully, but oh, wow, we'll see what happens. Man, I, oh, I, man, I did a massive fuck up. One of them is on me. One did of you them, forget to record? Yeah, I did. Oh, we had a few technical problems. Right yeah. in the dick. Yeah, yeah. shit happens. But you know, it, we'll be back to it. You know, yeah, there's there's gonna. I will make sure something in some way, shape, or form goes up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be something. Yeah. So, and we're still, you know, uh, we still have other plans in the works for some some Patreon stuff. It's just, uh, life continues to get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> that dick puncher life. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Patreon, give us all your money. Uh, check the, <laughs> I mean, give us something. What Patreon, you? please give us all your money, Patreon. You have it. Yeah. No, you guys have been really, uh, really helpful, and you have supported us for a long time, and we really appreciate the fact that you guys give us any money, period. Uh, we've had some new patrons recently uh, throwing some some ducats our direction, and that's awesome. It's nice to see new faces. Also, check out the Discord. Uh, look on the website for links to that. We uh, have some fun talking some shit mm -hmm. and talking about video games and all them fun things. And hey, if you're on there... Just speak up. Sometimes it gets quiet. We get busy. Other people get busy. Just throw your shit in there. Yeah, don't be afraid to, to speak up. And you can also share like things you're doing, your projects, mm -hmm. if you got a, a podcast yeah. or whatever. So many channels. 
Yeah, tons of channels. We have we give away Steam codes. Yeah, now. we got a Steam. Yeah, we got a Steam code channel, which yeah. is really cool. If you have like spare Steam codes, talk about video games. Away. You can talk about your animes on there. I I, I got mentioned on there, and I because I totally forgot that channel existed. Someone mentioned me today, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot this. <laughs> I forgot there was a channel here for the animes. <laughs> we got like eighteen channels that are active. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we got our weeb along together, <laughs> channel and freaking <laughs> for all your anime needs, mm-hmm. uh, where you can share your. Is there still a sports channel? If you want to talk about there the is sports, th- there is the uh, sports ball <laughs> channel. Yeah, nice. There's also a specific channel for wrestling. Yeah, and for pet pictures. I wandered in there and I was very disappointed with the lack of Huey Lewis talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's sports ball, not sports. The greatest album oh ever released. Fine. I gotta go. I gotta return some videotapes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And for Mackie, this is Banffcast out. Oh.